Hello guys and welcome back to Behind the Charts. This is episode number five and in this episode we've got Ted who is a student of ours here at Technical Effects and has been for a little while and we're going to be finding out a bit about his journey and the process he's been through. However, before we get into the podcast, we need to run the intro. Okay, guys, so as I said, we've got Ted here. Here is a technical effects student. We're going to be finding out a bit about his journey. But first of all, Ted, give us an introduction, uh, where you're located, how old you are, and things like that. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Defo Ted Drupa. I am 19 years old, located in a small country in Africa called Botswana. Okay, and lovely. And how old are you? 19 bro i'm 19 bro good good and when did you start trading what age i started trading when i was 18 okay so you've been trading for about a year now guys these podcasts aren't just about to hear about the crazy success that people have managed to do on their journeys because i don't believe personally that that is where all the value is you know it's great to hear about people that have reached the success and to hear about all of their success but again there's many people here that are on their journeys struggling on their journeys and it's good to hear from other traders that are a year into their journey six months even and how they're finding their journey and that's exactly why we've got ted on here um Okay, Ted, so what brought you into trading? Like, what put trading into your mind? Where did you see it? Did you did somebody tell you about it? Where did you uh, hear about trading? All right, bro. Um, I heard, firstly, I heard about trading in 2017 when I was still 16. And basically, um, the reason why I was so interested when I heard about trading from a friend was simply because it's not like a nine-to-five. It's not a systematic way of doing business. So I've always been a person that strongly believed that the system wasn't the way to go for me. It wasn't for me. And that kind of got me intrigued by trading. So, yeah. Okay, so, so you heard it from a friend. Is, is, is your friend a trader? He is, but he's a fundamental trader. Okay, so is he a lot more, he's a lot more long-term, is he? Or does he trade news, news releases? He only trades new releases. Okay, sure. So uh, two different aspects of trading. Have you ever shown him anything to do with the technicals that you do? Um, I have, but he's pretty much more onto the fundamental side. So I respect him for sticking to what he believes works for him. And yeah, I'll stick to what works for me. 100%. And I really like that, you know, because there's two different types of traders. When you know something works, there is no reason to change something. And that is something that I've spoke about in other podcasts. And that is something that people do. They have a system that works, but yet they see something else and then they want to jump onto that. And then they end up losing, going behind. And they end up taking steps backwards rather than just keeping in the consistent phase. So I really, really do like the fact that you do what you do. He does what he does. Do you ever talk about trades or trades that you're taking? Well, we don't necessarily talk about trades, bro. We just talk about, you know, just the trading journey in general, you know, what I'm going through and how he's finding it and all that. 100%. And I find the same, I've, I found the same sort of thing along my journey. Now, communities are great. We've got a great community here at Technical Effects. Communities can be great, but communities can also hold people back. Um, trading's not a team sport. 
you know, so I totally get why you and your friend don't just always sort of discuss what trade you're in because again it can have a good effect because you both may be in the same direction or it could have a negative effect where you're not in the same direction and most importantly it's not giving you true results to your trade in yourself you know that your friend's not going to be there forever to be able to discuss that trade with them so it is good to obviously just take a step back um, and focus on it now do you trade full-time or are you part-time I'm part-time because I'm currently studying varsity right now. I'm in university right now. Okay, and what are you studying? I'm studying business intelligence and data analytics. Okay, are you enjoying it? 100%, bro. You I enjoy am. it, yeah? So how far yeah. into it are you? I'm doing my second year out of four. And yeah, it's been pretty. So you got four years. You're in your second year now. Does that? How does that work with trading? You know, and this is this would be good for the listeners because uh, people have jobs, people go to uni, people have kids. There's all different things that can get in the way of people's trading. How do you manage it? Like your uni and your trading at the same time. All right, bro. Um, I think it's deeply rooted by me not having the option to choose one between the two. So I had to find a way to make it work. And I only that did that through self-introspection. So um, I found myself taking a break from trading, reviewing my trading journaling, and pretty much seeing how I could make both the two schedules work for me. And I always say as much as people feel like it's impossible to juggle two things at the same time, if you can manage to see sustainable growth in the two, then why not? Why not do it? 100%. So, and I like that. And what I like is that you reviewed it. You know, you went back, you reviewed how you could possibly do it. You didn't just try and just bro. mix it together. You know, that's what some people try and do. They just try and juggle everything, you know, trading from their phone, doing things like that. So just give, maybe you could give me a little bit of a breakdown of, of your daily sort of routine and how you execute your routine because people are always interested in other people's routines because if it can give them maybe an insight into how they could execute their routine. So like when you wake up, do you check the charts or do you go to uni? And then when you come back, you check the charts what sort of routines you have all right bro um when i was reviewing you know my trading journal i realized that i take most trades during the asian session which in our time zone that's like early morning into the day so that's like around 2 a.m so um i found myself taking most trades around 2 a.m so i decided why not set an alarm wake up to take the trade go back to sleep let it run because when I'm in the trade, I can really do, really can't say I can, you know, control the trade. I can only manage it. So it also helped me gain that patience for letting my trade run. Mm -hmm. So that kind of helped me in a way to better my trading. So basically what I do, I take a trade in the middle of the night. I mean, in the middle of the starting of the day. And I go to uni and during my breaks, I pretty much manage my trade. And that's, you know what I really I like? I like the fact that you said you can't control the trade. I've never heard anyone say that. You know, you can't control the trade, but you can manage the trade. I like it, yeah, bro. you know, because you can't control the trade. The outcome's going to be the outcome, but yet you can manage the trade to the best of your ability. Now, do you ever find that you take a trade in the middle of the night, then wake up and you've been stopped out, and then it goes in your favor? Um, It happened 
but when I reviewed the numbers, more it didn't happen as much. Okay, so cool. I, you know, it was something that I was willing to forgo. Sure thing. And listen, if you want, if you're gonna, if you go into be committed to more than one thing at a time, then sometimes you've got to make these commitments and you've got to make these sacrifices. And if it if if it means waking up in the middle of the night to do what you need to do, and it works, then that's what you do. You know, if you want to get there that bad, then do it. Whereas what some people may do is some people may wake up in the morning and say, yeah, there was my entry, but I'm going to jump in now. I see, bro. You know, and then when people jump in now, it's too late. You know, the train's already left and then they're trying to jump on it. Um, okay, that's that's interesting uh, that you wake up in the middle of the night. So how long do you spend in the middle of the night? Or like on the charts, is it? Five minutes, 15 minutes, an hour. Like, how long do you actually spend on the charts every day? Every day. Um, recently, I would say I spend nothing more than five hours, bro. Five hours is enough. Yeah. And yeah. So you wait. So, so how kind I of like forecasting. So like forecasting my trades and knowing what opportunities would possibly arise. And I just stick to that. And then, yeah, if the opportunity allows, I take it. And if it doesn't. I move on. And I love that, man, because these are the things that I teach and it shows that you've been listening and taking on and and using using the knowledge that I share because there is nothing better than being prepared, forecasting. 100%, bro. Being ready for the potential move, you know, because of the market is either going to do three things. It's either going to go up, it's either going to go down, or it's going to go sideways. And as long as you're prepared for the move, then you just wait. And like you said, you wake up in the night. If it's there, you take it. If it's not, you don't. And people want to be a full-time trader, but full-time trading is not about just watching every single tick of the chart. So I'm super impressed, Ted. You know, preparing, forecasting, you know what you're looking for, limiting the amount of time that you need to be on the charts and only checking it when you need to. And I'm really, really impressed with the commitment that you wake up in the middle of the night to do what you need to do. Thanks, bro. Really appreciate it. Listen, you're putting in the hard work, not me. You know, obviously I put in hard work my end, but you, you're, you're doing the hard work to get to where you need to get to. And that's what everyone needs to realize. Like, And this hopefully will open up some of the listeners' eyes that people that really want it, they put in the work. 100%, bro. So so what do you do when you're not at the charts? Like if, if you're not at the charts and you're not at uni, what else do you do? Because some people really do struggle with getting away from the charts. All right, bro. So um, basically what I do, I try and invest in myself as much as I can in terms of self-development because that too really, really sort of gave me my breakthrough in my trading because I felt like the more I work on myself, the more it reflects on my trading. So if I sort of channel the patience energy into my life, if I'm patient enough in my life, I can be patient enough for a trade. So I really, really invest in self-development. You know, I read a lot of psychological books, you know, self-development books. And yeah, I'm That's a cool. bookworm. When it What's your number one book then to recommend to the listeners? One book I'll recommend definitely is The Alchemist. That's that's one of the books that sort of changed my life. You know. So that's Ted's number one recommendation, The Alchemist. And guys, if you're on YouTube, leave a comment below. Let us know if you've read it. Let us know if you're going to grab it. Um, and let us know what you think of it as well. Um, so in terms of your trading, uh, 
would you do you use the four hour because you said you wake up in the middle of the night about 2 a.m i believe that's the four hour candle close so would you be looking at taking a trade on the four hour or do you look for your entries on the one hour it really depends on the setup bro because sometimes when i look at the four hour it can you know it can throw me off and then the one hour can give me something so most of the time recently i take trades based off the one hour mm-hmm. and the 15 minute time frame which yeah, yeah. which is fine you know as, as long as you've 100%. back tested it and you know what you're yeah. doing and you've been repeating the process over and over and over again that's fine i just was interested to see whether when you wake up in the night is 2am whether you're looking at the four hour candle close or whether you're actually looking at the lower t- lower time frames and you're looking at the lower time frames um just out of curiosity what's been the best month so far of your journey and why do you think that is like in terms of your performance all right um the best month of my trading journey was actually recently which was june okay and the reason behind that was simply because i was literally sticking to my trading roles 100% and I saw the growth happen and as much as there was a downfall me being at the peak of my trading it really showed me that trading is for me you know it was that this is it moment and that for me personally sort of made it my best month and you know I've always been this person that always assumed that when you get when you grow in something the problems become easier you know Mm-hmm. I always thought that me losing 2% or 1% of my trading account was slowly going to bring me down and looking at you being like up there in trading and you losing 1% doesn't necessarily hurt you. But then it's really the same thing, you know, you losing 1% has the same emotional effect as me losing my 1%. 100%. Listen, we all lose. You know, we all are going to lose. We all are going to have break-evens. We are all going to have wins. And that's one thing why I'm always, like, there's no reason to hide anything. I'm a profitable trader, so I I share every trade entry as I go, you know? Like, whether it's win, lose, break-even, whatever it is, like, that's the way it is because that's showing the true reality of it. If people tell you that they don't lose, then they're more than so lying. Otherwise, HSBC, Barclays, 100% go work for them you know they will take you on straight away if you don't lose banks have losing days we hedge funds have losing dates so what makes you think a retail trader is not going to have a losing day you know it's crazy yeah 100% bro and one tip that I want to give like people that are into trading right now that feel like you know other people are being successful is simply because they are looking at the outcome of things they are not looking at the back end process of actually getting to where that person is at the moment. You know, a lot of people are too invested in the outcome rather than the process and the back end of things. So I think me being invested in finding out the process of things really got me to see some, some major growth in my trading. And how did you sort of get to realize that rather than focusing on the end product? Um, I think pretty much when I just started realizing that, you know what, as much as I could get motivation from other traders out there, at the end of the day, I face 
the problems of losing. Mm-hmm. You know, I faced me having to look at the charts and taking the trade. You know, I realized, you know, the only aspect of the outcome was simply the benefits of it, you know, the reflection so, so it's accountability. Of work, the reflection of the process. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. So now I found myself getting motivated by different traders. And yeah. I just and I was just using them purely for motivation and nothing else, bro. And that's the way it should be. You know, you shouldn't be looking at other traders thinking, I want to be them. You know, as soon as you start yeah. to just want to be somebody else and you don't take accountability for your trades, that's when it then starts to take a little bit of a downhill, you know. Um, so just to, I've never asked you this. How did you find us? Um, I actually went on Instagram, bro. And a friend of mine was just suggesting like global well-known traders and technical effects came to pop up on my suggestion box. And I decided I love this trading community because they were showing the back end of the process and nothing else, bro. I looked at your, I looked at your wallpaper. I mean, I looked at your profile and I found nothing besides charts and charts and charts. And I feel like people should be invested in the back end of these supercars that we see traders buying, the super lavish lifestyle that we see them living. It's all starts with the back end of the process. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate so, that. And that, to be honest, is the truth, bro. you know, and that's what I focus on. I focus on just the, the, the process, the like what 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 is the reasoning behind it, you know? Like what yeah. got got you there? What what why did you take the trade? What was the process? And that is exactly and I'm I'm pleased that I asked that question because it was great to hear. Um, what, 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 what would you say is the hardest part up until now of your journey? I've never asked anyone this, like the hardest part of their journey up until now. I think the hardest part about the journey is sticking within the journey towards the end. In not you know, giving up. Not giving up. That's like the ultimate hardest thing ever, you know? Sure. Um, and that's that's a good answer, you know, because it's so easy to give up on something. It's easier to give up on something than it is to continue with something, you know. 100%. So easy to just say, right, I've had enough of this. I'm going to move on, do something else. It's so easy rather than saying, no, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to carry on. I'm going to break this goal down into smaller goals and I'm going to carry on doing what I'm doing and moving forward that way, you know. So that's a good answer, you know. And so what got you past that? What made you see past the giving up? All right, bro. So basically, um, I did a lot of self-introspection during this quarantine, during this whole COVID-19. And really, I realized that I was too focused on the end goal so -hmm. much that even though I broke down my goal into different stages and steps, I was purely focused on the end goal. I wasn't focusing on reaching the next step in my journey. So I felt like if I could just focus on the growth that I'm seeing right now, eventually I'll find myself in the end, at the end, you know, at the peak. And I love it because of so many people don't look back at what they've already achieved. They just look for, they just look forward and see the big end goal and think I'm so far. And they, they, they don't sit back and think, yeah, but I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And they give up on all of that that they've done for, like, instead of carrying on with the process. 100%, bro. 
so many people. So it, it's cool to hear that the hardest part was just not giving up, you know, and what made you carry on. Uh, do you have one? That, what's your simplest bit of advice that you could give people? My simplest piece of advice is this: everything works. Find what works for you and stick to it purely. Mm-hmm. That's the simplest advice I could give everyone. Every single thing works, even if it's not working for you right now. Trust me, it's working for somebody. Mm-hmm. So don't think you're wrong. You're just not using what could work best for you. That's the simplest advice I yeah. can give anyone. Not everything works for everyone. In life. And I like that because not everything works for everyone. And it's got to fit your routine or you've got to adapt your routine to make it fit your routine. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. Um, now, do, do your family support you in your trading? Not even, bro. No? no. Not even. So so how did you get around that? To be honest, um, I've always been an independent person when it came to just grinding. So when my parents didn't necessarily give me that support, I just told myself the reason why I'm not getting the support is simply because they don't understand what trading is. You know, I have to make it for them to understand, for mm-hmm. them to support me, you know. I felt the need to prove myself. And you just didn't give up. You just well, carried I, on. What, what what did they say to you? Did they say like, well, they don't know what it is. So what did they say to you when you told them? Um, when I first, you know, introduced the whole Forex thing to my parents, they thought it was a gamble, mate. Yeah. That's one thing that a lot of people that don't know what trading is think it is. They think it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can understand that. 100%. You know, I think you, that's why, you know, I didn't necessarily blame them for not supporting me. And even up, even up until today, I still love them, even though they don't support me in what I'm doing, because I know that at the end of the day, they're going to truly see the work I've been putting in and eventually support me, you know? Yeah, as much as still... the support might come at the end, it's still fine, mate. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm doing this for me. And mm-hmm. as long as you're doing something for yourself, you don't need support as much you know it's not important it's, it's not a necessity as long as you can support yourself and it's not a necessity for you to seek support and validation from, from other people just stick to what you want to do whatever works for you yeah 100 percent. and i like that so you just sort of keep yourself to yourself you just block it out and you just carry on with your journey and you're just going to prove them in the end 100 percent, bro that's that's my goal when it comes to that and that may be some advice for some other people, you know, because if you're still doing your uni, you're still doing what you need to do on a day-to-day basis, but you're making it work, you're waking up in the middle of the night, you're dedicated, you're focused on the process, you're reviewing your journey, you're doing your self-development, you're getting yourself, like, understanding the process, and then looking back and understanding where you've come, how far you've come, rather than just giving up. So, at the end, it will be worth it, Ted. Trust me, it will be worth it and you will get to where you want to be. I feel that you've given some nice value in this episode. It's been a bit of a shorter episode, but you've given some value and I hope that some people take some value away from this on how they can utilize it. You're not full-time trading, you're part-time trading. Um, You're using all the hours possible. You're using your um, you're using your self-development growth to help you. You only spend five hours a day on the charts. Um, 
your daily routine like you you've, you've explained your daily routine how you get through um and you also gave us that key bit um of the the one the one thing that you would advise people advise people and just focus on yourself and i say this all the time and it's easier to say it than it is to do it because you have all that glamour in your face on instagram youtube whatever it is but you just really have to knuckle down yeah 100% bro really appreciate it and i appreciate you as well because i don't think we actually mentioned this in this podcast but i was actually a student of technical effects through a competition do you remember bro i do oh okay 100% yeah i do yeah. i do remember that you uh you was a competition and you've been with us for a long time you've had all the updates and you always will get the updates once people join me for a lifetime i'm not here to upsell i never upsell like you're here, you chose us. I thank you as much as you thank me because without you guys, I couldn't do what I do. And I love what I do. Trade and I teach people how to do what bro. I do, you know? And that's why I'm here every single day doing it because that's why I enjoy. Um, so Ted, if anyone in your anyone that listening wanted to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you? What's your Instagram? Um, my Instagram is teddy.wave underscore. Teddy with the double D. Okay, so, and I'll also pull it on the YouTube uh, video. So, uh, Teddy with a double D, dot wave underscore. If you're in uh, the same country as Ted and you want to give him a shout, hit him up and, um, yeah, give him a shout. So, guys, I appreciate you and thank you for listening to this episode of Behind the Charts. This has been episode number five. I'm James and thank you, Ted, for being on the show.